Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another quarantine edition of the Preferred Walk-Ons podcast. Uh, my name is Cole Meyer. With me, as always, we got my good friend, teammate, Adam Feinberg, a.k.a. Fine Wine. Adam, <laughs> how are you doing today? Fantastic. Happy to be back. We've got a special guest today. Introduce him. Very special guest. Very special guest today. Someone who's meant a lot to us, um, coached us throughout our entire college careers, um, and has made a great impact on our on our life. Um, Justin Lunt, coach, how you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to it's good to be hanging out with you guys today. That's that's the highlight right there. Yeah, Man, it's 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 great to have you on. Um, we're we're excited to get this going. It's a lot. It's a lot better hanging out with you guys than doing uh, fourth grade and uh, kindergarten schoolwork with my children in quarantine. Yeah, right. Jeez. they just graduated though, right? Yeah, yeah, they're done. They they got done last week. Yeah. Wow. So, so what what are the grades? They finished fourth and they finished fourth in kindergarten. So first grade and fifth grade next year. But they stay at the same school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, actually, no. Uh, um. Madeline will go, she graduates to fifth grade. So she goes to, uh, she'll be going to a new school, Todd McCall. Fifth, fifth, I think it's fifth and sixth grade. And then she goes, or fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. And then she goes to high school. High school. Jeez. Let's not not get that carried away here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ben. Well, let's jump right into it then. Um, So you... Graduated. You went to our crosstown, uh, crosstown rival, Pacific Lutheran University, um, where you played basketball there. So, just talk about your transition from playing uh, at PLU to then coaching. Um, what, what what was that transition like for you? Well, I you know it, it, one of the things that 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 was that was really good for me um, is I had really good mentors. Um, so, you know, um, PLU was, was, was a great place for me. Um, you know, I, I kind of came in w- with the mindset of, you know, I was going to be a business major. Um, and I remember sitting my freshman year in um, an accounting class in a, uh, a macro or micro um, uh, uh, economics class. And I just remember going, yeah, this isn't going to be the right thing for me. Um, <laughs> and obviously sports, sports has always been a big influence um, it's something that's, you know, extremely passionate about. So after my freshman year or after my uh, fall semester, um, and I really struggled in the classroom, um, it, I, uh, we, we had what we called a J term, um, which is a month long where you could take a, you know, um, uh, one class could be up to two or four credits, two credits. And there was a uh, coaching class that was ran by our uh, football coach at the time, Frosty Westering. And I remember taking that for my J term um, and just going like, this is, this is what I want to do. Like this was, it, I mean, it was like one of the greatest classes I ever took. Um, very influential. Frosty was extremely influential in, in my life and just, you know, developing a philosophy and coaching and all that. And so um, I, I remember after taking that class that, 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 that was something that I wanted to do. So, you know, completely changed my major into, you know, wanting to focus on, you know, education and coaching and, you know, what was like the quickest route. And then, um, my, my spring semester, um, 
you know, I got into, uh, I had an applied sports psychology class uh, ran by Colleen Hacker. Um, and Dr. Hacker was the head sports psychologist for the women's national soccer team. Um, and that was, she was unbelievable too. Um, and so, um, you know, it's like what I always told you guys, you know, find mentors, find people that, you know, can inspire and where you can find a passion. So I, I knew, I knew after that, that that was, you know, where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. Um, you know, and, and coaching was, was something that, that I had a passion for and, um, you know, figured it out. And, um, you know, I, I was talking to a high, a bunch of high school kids a couple of weeks ago on a zoom call and, you know, we're, there was freshmen to seniors going to be seniors in high school. You know, one of the things I talked about in college um, or picking out of college um, was, you know, make sure you go somewhere where, where you know, you're going to find your passion. Don't just go through the motions, figure out what you want to do. Um, you know, Cause I think that that's, you know, what, what it's really all about. Um, Cause I, I just think high school kids and kids in general, and until they get to college, they're just, they're used to a routine, you know, it's kindergarten, you know, to, to elementary school, elementary to middle school, middle school, to high school, high school, to college, and then college, what's next, you know, it's right. the world. So, um, you know, finding a passion for what you want to do. And, um, I think that's one thing I've always preached to you guys about is just, you know, find something you love and, and, and go after it and, you know, tackle your dreams and don't be scared of that. And I remember at, I remember at, you know, being in college and just telling everyone, like, I'm going to be a college coach someday. This is what I want to do. And I remember like, not necessarily worrying about money or worrying about financial situation. Just, I just wanted to follow my dreams. Um, and I had a lot of college friends who went the other route of, you know, they went after their, the, the money or, you know, stability. And now they're like, it's like a, a nine to five, they check in, check out. And, you know, I just, not that they aren't happy with their lives, but I think, you know, um, if they could go back and do it again, I think that they would be, you know, I should have at least tried to pursue my passion and tried to, you know, go that route. So, you know, when I got done with, when I, right, when I got done with college at PLU, I was, um, you know, coaching, coaching high school. Um, and then I got into, um, got in, to a division two school at St. Martin's for a year. Um, and that was a great experience. Um, learned a lot. And then, um, you know, ended up, you know, going to Puget Sound and was, you know, assistant coach there for, for three years and then, you know, became the head coach. Um, so I just, I think, you know, through, through playing and through college and, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I've always preached to you guys is, you know, pursue your passion, go after what you want. Um, Cause it's, it's, that's what it's all about. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, spent 14 years, or 14 years at Puget Sound, enjoyed every minute of it, um, developed great relationships and now we're at Pacific and enjoying yeah, it. We'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, uh, no, I, I completely agree. I, I love, uh, I love that you, you always preach that always preach to, to, uh, follow your dreams, do, do what you love. And, um, I mean, I, at least I took that to heart, uh, while I was with you and, uh, I can say the same right now that I'm, uh, at least trying to do that. So, um, yeah. So, okay. So you get to Puget Sound, you're, you said you're an assistant for three years yeah, and then you are the head coach for how many years after that? 12, 10, 12 years. Yeah. 
So talk about, just talk about those years at Puget Sound, what, what you learned about being a head coach, um, maybe some, some of your best memories that you've had, or, you know, just talk about your years at Puget Sound. Well, it, it was, I mean, you know, it, it was, because, about, by, by the way, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. You, what, at what age did you get to get there? You were young. I mean, yeah, I was, I was 23, 22, 23. That's great. 23. I mean, I, I became, I became a head coach when I was 25. Going, wow. Yeah. Like 25, 26. Wow. Yeah. So, it, and, and that was, I mean, you know, I, I, um, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I, I give a lot of, a lot of praise to, you know, our administration at the time with, with, with Amy and with, with Robin, you know, taking a risk on, you know, a, a young guy like me with, with no head coaching experience. Um, you know, um, I, I, um, you know, there's, there's so many great memories about, about Puget Sound. Um, you know, like, I mean, obviously that's where you start and you know, I got a lot of appreciation, um, for, for, for the university. Um, you know, I, I, the, my coaching career pretty much started off with a foreign tour. Um, so, um, you know, uh, uh, coach Brisland got the job at, at Pepperdine and then I got, um, I got put into the role of, of being the intern, uh, you know, head coach. And, you know, I think a lot of that came down to the fact that we had this huge trip to Brazil. Um, and we had, a, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of the uh, returning sophomores um, or freshmen at the time going to be sophomores were a, a majority of the kids I recruited. So there was a lot of relationships there um, that we had. Um, so, you know, that was what was great because you get 10 days of practice and you get to go play. We played seven games over there. Um, you know, so, you know, spent 10 days over in, in Brazil and that was awesome. So I think that was what was great about like that whole initial, you got to kind of like, you know, feel some things out and figure some things out, um, without it really counting. Um, I mean, obviously it counted, but, um, you know, uh, that, that's how, that's how the journey started off. And then, you know, I mean, it just, you know, I, I think the thing about being so young is, you know, I was such a, you know, one of you want, you guys know one of the core values that, that we have is always continuous improvement. And I, I think me mentality wise, like I was always so worried that I didn't cross my eyes or dot, or I'm sorry, uh, cross my T's or dot my eyes. So I was so focused on making sure that I was always prepared um, just cause you know, I was a young guy and, you know, so like everything from travel, everything from scheduling, everything from, you know, gear, like I just, you know, those first few years, it was just like, you know, developing, you know, good routines and learning. Um, and, and, you know, I definitely made my mistakes, um, you know, in a lot of ways, um, you know, and, um, I had good, you know, good mentors around me, um, you know, to help, um, you know, help me out. I, I, I was kind of one of those, those coaches early on, like I, um, the first, uh, obviously coach Robles was my assistant coach at the time, but I hired, um, uh, uh, old school coach by the name of John Ruby, um, who uh, coached at Foss and he just had a lot of experience. So I wanted that on my staff cause I wanted someone who, who has experience who can help through, you know, administrative stuff, you know, help give advice. And, you know, I mean, obviously coach McCrossin was another one that was, you know, on staff that, you know, you guys were a part of. So having experience, um, you know, and someone you could talk to him and mentor you was, was big, but I mean, there's, there's so many stories. I feel like, um, I feel like I was a lot, 
I was a lot crazier and then I had kids and then I kind of settled down. I still was a little crazy, but, um, you know, kind of settled down a little bit. Um, and I, I they, think I, they I, saved I, us, they, they yeah. saved us from a couple tens here and there. Yeah. Still was bad. But I, I think, and, and I think the more, the more you got into it, the more and more you appreciate, you know, the level and what it's about and, you know, came up, you know, with, with a good, strong core values that, that I try to live by. And then, you know, whole philosophy that, that I've always been about is just like making sure that all of our guys, when they graduate, that they have, have an idea of what they're doing. You know, I think I've told you guys a thousand times, like if you guys graduate and you look at mom and dad and go, what do I do now? Like, I think, you know, I think we kind of failed you, um, you know, and it doesn't mean you have to have all the answers or know exactly what you're doing, but just having some, you know, some, you know, idea of that next step, I think is really, really important. And that's, you know, that's what's really kind of kept me at this level, um, you know, and, uh, um, you know, I've had opportunities to go and, do, and go higher levels and be an assistant coach and do that. But it's, I think what's always kept me at, at this level is just the fact that it's more than just uh, winning basketball games and, um, you know, getting a degree. I think it's bigger than that. Um, and, and that's what I love about it. So that's, you know, um, that's what's really kept me here and you know what I love about it and, and the relationship piece, you know, getting to talk to you guys and develop, you know, deep relationships, I think's, I think's awesome. I, I think both of you, both of you guys, we've had multiple conversations on many times that have literally nothing to do with basketball, you know? Um, and I think that that's, what's, that's what makes, um, you know, division three so much fun. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I mean, yeah, you, you touched on a lot there. Um, so yeah, I mean, you mentioned assistant coach for a few years, head coach at Puget Sound for 11, 12 years. Um, you mentioned you had the opportunity to move up the rank, either a division two or division one. And we had kind of like heard the rumors going around. I think I was just graduating at the time, um, 2016, but you made the decision to, I guess, drive a few hours South to Pacific. How did... How did like that deal come to be? How did you end up choosing Pacific? What was that process like? Uh, well, I, I, you know, um, it, it, it was it was an, it was another challenge. It was another opportunity in, in a conference that that you know obviously I've, I've been well aware of. You know, being a student, you know, student athlete, being a you know coach in the conference. So like, you know, it was one of those things where um, you know I, I loved how I loved how we you know, uh, you know, finished off that year, um, the great year, um, you know, had a, had a lot of returners, you know, coming back. So, you know, knowing that they had a good, that had a really, really good core, um, left and then just, you know, wanting to go and, you know, venture and seeing something new. Also, it was just, it was the thought of, the thought of a challenge, the thought of building something, um, and then just, you know, honestly getting out of state, um, you know, and, and going to see something new, um, was really, really important. Um, so, you know, those are a lot of the decisions that played into it. It was a very hard decision to make. Um, you know, I still, you know, I have a huge spot in my heart for, for, for Puget Sound, um, you know, and, and all the guys and, um, you know, and, and faculty and staff. Um, so, um, it's definitely, it was definitely one of those places when, when, you know, it came back for that first game, um, uh, back, it was like, just great to see everyone. Um, and everyone was very welcoming and, you know, that was, and that's when you know that like you, you've, you've left, you know, halfway, you know, uh, good, you know, good experience for, for everyone, um, and left in good terms. So, 
Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I've said this many times to you guys, I'm extremely grateful uh, for my time there and, um, and I'm loving Pacific. It's been, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge, but, um, it's, you know, what, what I signed up for and you know what I'm excited for. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what was that? I mean, that first game, like you said, first game back at Peaches Sound as a, in the visiting locker room, what, uh, what was that like? Just, it, it, it was weird. I mean, you know how I am with games. Like, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm so dialed in on what we need to do and how we need to do things. Like, I don't, I'm not too worried about like things I can't control, you know? So like not, you know, I mean, I tried to take it in as far as, you know, getting there a little bit earlier and going and seeing everyone. And, um, you know, like Jeff Lucero, you know, the, 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 uh, our, um, player by play guy, he was, you know, excited to see me and gave me a big hug. And, you know, I went and saw the administrators and, you know, there was, you know, professors and, you know, teachers that came by and other coaches. So like, I tried to, I tried to get that, you know, get to go see everyone, you know, before a game, but then once game starts, it's like, well, it's game time. You know, we got to, we got to, we got to do, and we got to stay focused on, on what we need to do. And so, um, but yeah, it was weird. It's, 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 you know, the two times we played there, it's, it's weird, you know, being on the visitor side, but um, you know, it's, you know, I mean, we're there to win. So it's, I just have one, one quick question, a similar topic. I think uh, when Cole and I played there, we, so obviously we have like the crosstown rival of PLU playing at UPS, but I think for both of us, and for the teams that we were on, I think we felt like Whitman was like the villain, so to speak. And I think just because of like the history that you have with Coach Bridgeland over there, um, is there any sort of a similar rivalry that you've sort of like tried to instill um, in your Pacific guys now um, with Puget Sound, or has that not really reached that point yet? Well, no. I mean, I, I think you know, like you know, I, I know PLU is supposedly our rivalry, you know, and, but like, I mean, you know, I, I, we were, we were pretty darn good versus PLU. Um, so it wasn't like, a, it, it didn't really seem like a rivalry to me. It was always like, you know, the Whitmans and the Whitworths that were that, that rivalry. Um, and I think right now it's like, it's the same mentality, you know, with, with Pacific. I mean, we, you know, the, the teams that are consistently in the playoffs right now is, you know, Whitman, Whitworth, Linfield, um, you know, and so it's like beating those guys. I mean, I think is, you know, but as you know, like every conference game is a, is a huge game. I mean, so it's like, you know, those rivalries kind of take over and I love, I love rivalries. I think it's great when people don't like each other and they compete and it's like, you know, I, I love that. Um, you know, and I think that that's what makes sports so great. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I've always had that mentality and you guys know this. It's like, you know, let's, we got to go one and oh, we've got to, you know, every, every conference game's huge, you know, and if we don't have that mindset of the importance of that conference game, you know, and we get, you know, it, it can, it can affect us down the, down the stretch. Um, so it, uh, we, Adam and I, and, and uh, the rest of the, that class, um, we talk about it all the time about that. Those, those last uh, senior night home games, I'm pretty sure it was 2015 and 2016. Um, we lost at the buzzer to Whitworth. Yeah. Um, both, both games. And we mentioned, we talk about that all the time now, just how it, it just kills us that we, we, we lost those games. I remember um, that, that 
Adam's senior year. Was that when we, we lost at the tip-in? Yeah, I think that was 2016. George Valley? Yeah. 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 He did a tip-in at the buzzer. And yeah. I remember <laughs> going into the locker room, I cried. I, I couldn't hold it in. It was the craziest game, like just emotions up and down. And I just couldn't hold it in. Uh, but, I mean, that just goes uh, on what you're saying. Like these these uh, rivalries that, that are created throughout the years are, are great. I mean, it. It, it it's just great to see, um, great to experience. Unfortunately, we fell short a couple times, but uh, it was a great experience to have for sure. Yeah. yeah um, it, it's, so, yeah, go ahead. I, well, I, I just, I, yeah, I remember, yeah, I mean, I, I remember that game too. And, um, you know, there's, there's, you, you coach in so many games and like, you've been in so many, you know, experiences. And I, I think that there's always like, like that one always sticks out to me. I don't know if you guys remember when we played at Pacific and we lost on that buzzer beater at Pacific. That was their senior night. I think uh, that was their senior night. Like that, that game, you know, I, I remember that game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so I, I, you know, there's always, there's always, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of games in the back, the back of your head there you go. Like, oh man. Um, but that's, that's what makes basketball so great. I mean, like it's, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, there's so many ups and downs with it and, and moments where, you know, you're at the ultimate high and then the ultimate low. And, you know, even That's when you're on the ultimate high, it's like, well, Hey, let's, you know, we, we got to get back to the drawing board. You got to keep prepared and same thing with the ultimate low. Um, you know, so, um, I don't know. It's, that's, that's what I love about it. That's what makes sports so much fun. Yeah. So, uh, what's the, so, I mean, those are, you know, the, the best part about coaching. So what, what's the hardest part of being a head coach? Um, I, I think honestly, only having 19 weeks to work with you guys at our level. I think that's the hardest thing. Um, you know, I, I think, um, I, I mean, I wish, I, I wish we could do more workouts. I wish we could, you know, be more involved um, as far as like doing stuff on the court. Um, you know, we were always involved with, you know, talking and, you know, meeting with you guys and doing all that. But like, that's the one thing about our level. That's, I think a little bit of a challenge. I mean, obviously division one, um, uh, division two, uh, you know, they get hours during the week that they get to work with their student athletes on the court. Um, you know, whether individual practice or individual workouts or team practices. So I think that that's the toughest part as far as being a head coach. Um, and then I just think, I, I think the other thing is life is life balance. Um, you know, and, and, you know, having in, that's another great thing about this level is like, you get to, you, you get to actually have a little bit of a life too. Um, and, and be able to spend time with your kids and do all that. I mean, when you start getting to those higher levels, you know, it, it's, it's a whole different world. Um, you know, and as far as life balance goes, you don't get a lot of that. Um, so, um, I, I think, the, the the challenge of not being able to work with the guys. Um, but then, you know, the trade-off as far as being able to, you know, spend time with family and do things. Um, you know, it's like I was listening to, or I was reading, um, uh, uh, gosh, head coach in North Carolina. Why, why is his name? Roy Williams. Yeah. Roy Williams. And, you know, he talked about like, and I don't, he actually has an interview where, you know, they ask him this kind of the same similar question that you asked Cole, um, just as far as like, you know, if you could go back, what would you, what would you do? And he started, he, you know, started breaking up into tears and crying, just saying, I, I wish I could have spent more time with my family. Um, you know, cause it's, you know, at that level, it's, 
it's cutthroat. I mean, it, it, you got to win games, you know, and if you don't win games, you're going to get fired. Um, you know, and, and it, you know, it, it's, there's a lot, a lot of pressure that goes into it. And, you know, I mean, that's what leads to a lot of, you know, the corruptness too at, you know, at that level is because there's not that much pressure. I mean, you know, I, I know it's easy to point fingers at, you know, these coaches that, that, you know, obviously have broken rules and, you know, done things like that, but also like, this is their livelihood, you know, in, in everyone, you know, to a point, like everyone's doing it a little bit, you know, when you get to that level. So um, I just, you know, I, I think the, the higher level you get, the more pressure there is to, to win um, and to win at all costs. And I know for myself, like I, I, I just, I, I don't want to be that. That was something that I just didn't really want to be a part of um, or, or really be measured by. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's very understandable. Um, what, so you, you're speaking of family and, 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 and all that stuff. Uh, you've always been about making our teams basically like a family. Yeah. Whether, um, I mean, you've always, uh, stressed the importance of that since day one, you've always had, had us do events together, had us, you know, go on trips together. Um, all that stuff, which I think is great. So just talk about the importance for you of having that chemistry or having that sense of, you know, you're going to war with your, with your brothers. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I just, I think having a great support system is, is what it's about. And these are the relationships you're going to, you know, have, you know, keep for the rest of your life. I mean, that the the friends you have in college are are the ones that are going to, going to be the most impactful because they're the ones that are there with you when you're, you're 18 and you're young and you're, you're just, you know, you're just out of the house to when, you know, you're making life decisions. And, you know, usually, you know, that, that, that first, you know, 18 to 22 is, you know, usually when you meet that, that first love and, you know, either it carries on or it doesn't carry on. And it's like having those support system that you have, it's, it's the first time you get homesick. It's the first time that like you, you know, all these emotions come up. So it's like all these, these friends that you meet are so impactful on, on your life. Um, you know, and I mean, like when I, when I got married, you know, five of my seven, you know, uh, uh, groomsmen were, you know, guys I went to college with, you know, I mean, so it's just, it's the impact that the relationships. And I just, I always wanted, I always wanted us to be, you know, I, I, I think true, true teams, you know, true, you know, passionate teams that, that, that care about winning, that care about, you know, holding people accountable are the ones that are like, you know, have great relationships where, where they can challenge each other on the court and then keep it on the court and be best friends off the floor. Um, you know, I, I mean, and I, like, I think of, I don't know how many times, you know, there were skirmishes between, you know, a few of your other teammates and now you guys are like the closest, you know, closest people, but you, what, what was able your relationship and your tight knit relationship was what was able to drive a competitive spirit where you guys challenged each other. You held each other to high standards. Um, you competed your tails off. Um, it took point where like, you know, you guys would get pissed off at each other and then, you know, but you're able to, because of the relationship, leave it on the court um, and then be, you know, extremely close off. So, you know, we did all kinds, you know, we did, you know, going on retreats and, you know, doing stuff where we're doing things that, you know, we're not even talking about basketball. We're just, you know, talking about life and, you know, all those great things I think was just always been kind of, 
you know, something that's, that's, that's always been, you know, ingrained in me. And I, a lot of that I got from Frosty too, you know, the football coach at PLU. I mean, you know, they would go, um, you know, their first week of practice, they would go to the beach and just not even, not even talk about or, or do football. I mean, all they did was just work on developing relationships. And so it's always kind of been ingrained in me. And, you know, I, I just, I want, I want you guys, when, when you put on the Jersey, when you guys huddle up, you know, to be as close as possible and, and to be in it together. Um, Cause you know, that's what, you know, that's what makes basketball so great is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a team sport and um, you know, the, the, the ups and downs that we talked about earlier, it's, there's, it's a lot easier when you go through those, um, you know, when you've got your brothers on your side. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. You brought up some amazing points. I mean, I think, one thing that Cole and I always talk about, um, I like our technical best performing team while we were both at UPS was uh, our sophomore year, I guess, when we made the uh, conference championship and fell just short. Uh, that was like the tightest knit group I thought that we had. Kind of like top to bottom freshmen through seniors, we were super close as a group. There weren't really any clicks, things like that. And I think like, those types of things do really make an impact on the court, even if you can't, um, you know, pinpoint exactly what it is. Uh, just the fact that that group top to bottom was so close. And, you know, you mentioned the battles and how we held each other accountable and just that competitive spirit. Those things are just like a lot of intangibles that I think add up to tangible outcomes on the court. So, yeah, I think it's like when you look back at the different teams, and you uh, you assess kind of the relationships throughout um, each of those groups. You can really you know pick out yeah this group was really tight knit and there's kind of a, it's kind of a big reason why we were so successful or you know vice versa. So um, and it wasn't it wasn't a coincidence that we just happened to go to Cabo that year and the summer before. True, true. Well, but you know that's still one, that's still like one of my all time favorite teams. Um, like when I look at a team and couple reasons why one the year before was a complete shit show um you know as far as everything goes and like to the point where like I was so angry as a coach with and myself like I you know, took on full responsibility of it like I just I, like just the the culture and where we were at that time was just like I was like what the hell is going on um you know and I'll never forget like um <clears throat> you know after um after our senior night that our, uh, um, our last home game, um, you know, and I remember like after we lost, I remember like going in the locker room and like, you know, people were like joking around and I, and I just remember going like, yeah, this is, this isn't, this isn't what, what I'm about. And, mm -hmm. you know, and this is when you go back to the drawing board and like, instead of pointing fingers, you've got to, you've got to embrace responsibility and be like, you know, this is on me. Like I, I've got to do a better job. Um, you know, and I remember, um, you know, we all went to, we all went to the Ram that after that night it was McCrossin and, and, um, and, uh, coach McLeod. And we all just went and we just had it out and talked about a bunch of things. Um, and, and you know, I, I kind of preferenced everything like, listen, we're not going to point fingers at any of any of any of this to, to any of our guys. We're going to take on responsibility and we're going to figure out a way to, to, you know, write the ship and get us going. And, you know, I remember like we had meetings and you know, we, you know, we had guys that, that, that quit and, you know, and, and, you know, it was just like one of those things where it was like, um, you know, we had to get things going, um, in the right direction. And I, um, I remember one of the meetings we had, it was like right afterwards where it was like, we all sat down and it was like, okay, you know, 
I had to clarify some things with you guys and, and let you guys know where I was coming from because I felt like my communication with you with the with the group wasn't as solid as it had been. And so I just remember going into that year, just saying, "Okay, we're just gonna we're gonna be extremely." clear, have great clarity, communicate our, our, our asses off with our guys and just let them know where we're coming back. And it's, we're all in this together. We're a team and, and, you know, we've got to develop that. And Cabo was great. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. That was the best trip for that team because it like, we all got to go play. We all got to go spend time together, you know? And, and um, I mean, it was, you know, I, I've been on, you know, one, two, three, four, four foreign tours, and by far Cabo was the best one just because it was, it was just so, it was, it was so great. Um, you know, and when I knew that team was going to be successful, like when I knew that we were going to be good is when we had a, um, we had one of those student athlete things in the auditorium. Um, and I got a text or I got an email from Craig saying that a, a few guys were being complete, uh, dickheads in the um, athletic training world. I don't know if you guys remember this. Um, and, um, you know, I remember sending out a message to uh, Rex, uh, the seniors, Rex uh, and AJ. Um, and yeah, I think even Barber, uh, you know, and just saying, hey, don't leave. I'll wait. I'll see you guys, you know, outside the auditorium. And I remember uh, meeting with all you guys. And, um, you know, we ended up going to the field house because we had some running to do. But like, here was the thing that, that stood out to me the most. Besides Zembrowski reading uh, during the during the uh, student athlete thing, and then I had to give him. Remember, I gave him the the, the email, and he had to read it out. Um, yeah. I remember this when we were running, and this is what what had changed with with the group. Um, and it was it was in particular it was specifically with AJ because um, AJ hated to run anytime. Um, but I remember I remember with AJ like. AJ wasn't pissed off at me for making him run. He was pissed that guys were acting disrespectful mm-hmm. in the athletic training room. And that's when, you know, like I was like, okay, we got something going here because no one was like all oh, coaches being an asshole or coaches being a dick. Everyone's like, no, that's not how we do things. You're not going to treat Craig like that. You're, this is how you're going to act. And like, I just remember like feeling that. And I remember after you guys all left and I think, I think a lot of the returners had, you know, said stuff to a bunch of the, bunch of the newcomers after I'd gotten off the court. And I remember Robin came to my office afterwards and, and I just said, I think we got a chance to be pretty good. Like I, I, you know, I just, I think, I think as far as like mentality and what we're about, like, I think we've got a chance to be really, really good. And, and we had a, gr- I mean, we didn't start off that well. I mean, how many close games did we lose? You yeah. know? And, but the thing about you guys where you were so resilient and you're just like, Let's just keep finding a way and figuring out a way and finding a way. We all had a chip on our shoulder because everyone didn't think we were going to be good, you know, but we kept finding a way and, you know, we were playing our best basketball, you know, at the end of February. Um, and that's when you've got to be playing your best basketball. Um, you know, so that group was so special in so many ways. Cause I think it, I remember learning from that group and really kind of def- putting, you know, my philosophy and my values to the test um, you know, and moving forward, really, really challenging myself that way. Um, and then, you know, I just, you guys just, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and you know, I, I still get choked up today when, um, I think about that senior night when, um, you know, Rex got up and, you know, talked about, you know, his journey and, and, you know, Rex and I, like, you know, it was, it was a struggle his first year. And, um, you know, I sent him a, I sent him a, 
uh, uh, Snapchat yesterday about this. I think I said it to you guys too, about the guy in the weight room. And we were just going back and forth, joking around. And like, to this day, like he's still one of my favorite players, um, you know, and, and we, we, we really bumped heads. Um, but, you know, I got better. He got better. We both, you know, developed our relationship and, um, you know, I just, that, that was, that was one of those teams that was just extremely special. And we didn't, and we didn't even win the, we didn't even win the conference. We didn't even go to the national tournament, you know, I mean, but just the journey was so special that year with that group. Yeah, that, that was a great year. Uh, definitely the one that sticks out the most for me. Uh, and you, I don't know, to, to end, to end this great conversation on sort of a funny note. Uh, and you brought up Rex who, in my opinion is for sure like a top five player that I played with uh, in my four years there. We wanted to put you on the spot. I know we've asked you this before, but we need it. We need it on the record. (laughs) Can you please give us your, well, it's going to be tough, but I guess while you're at Puget Sound, so the 14, 15 years you're there, the all time starting five. So not necessarily the five best players, but the five players you choose to put out on the court with positions okay <laughs> okay this is this is a tough one so are you talking like why i was a head coach or a, as an assistant coach too what, yeah just anytime you were there so any coach or sorry any player that you coached okay so i would put uh i put I, antoine would be my one okay. um uh i put um i put chase curtis as my two um, I'd put, uh, I'd put Robert Crowell as my three. I'd put, uh, Jason Foster as my four. Foster. And then I, and this is, this is a tough one. I, I, for my five and, and I, and I, 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 I probably, it's, it's, it's going to be split between Cole and Edric. I would say that those were two, those, those were like, oh. for, the, for, the, for the listeners that, uh, for that, for the listeners that don't know, uh, the one through five categorization is a little bit different. So yeah. five is a co- I guess, I like a point guard, do a combo guard or something. So, um, so yeah, Cole's not a, a center. Nor yeah. is that. No, but, no. Uh, but okay, so I mean, gun to your head, Cole or Edric? <sighs> Man, <laughs> not to be nice because Cole's the host of the podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, Boy, <laughs> man. Um, just because he's the host, I'm going to give him the nod. I'm going to say Cole. <laughs> I'll, g- I'll give it to Cole. I'll give it to Cole. There we go. I appreciate that. Wow, it's a solid lineup right there. I'm yeah, gonna... that's yeah. big. <clears throat> Um, so now you got some great players on that list. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of, a lot of fun. And there's, you know, I mean, you know, I, I think of Rex, I think of, I think of Barber, um, you know, I I mean, um, I'm trying to think of guys that you played with. I mean, obviously I think, I think, you know, um, Jimmy was up there too, to me, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of really, a lot of really good players. Um, so, Definitely a hard list and, and being called out on the spot. Like I, I guarantee I'm going to get a few text messages from after people hear this. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, on that great note, 
We'll wrap <laughs> this one up. <laughs> uh, Coach Lunt, we appreciate you uh, being on here with us. Uh, it really means a lot. Um, hope you're doing well uh, down there in uh, Forest Grove. Uh, hanging in there with the fam. Um, and yeah, just just thanks for, for taking your time to, to chat with us. Well, you know how much I love you guys. Um, so it's, it's, there's, there's great relationships and I'm just so proud of you guys. And I love that you guys are doing things like this. And, um, you know, it's, it, nothing, nothing, nothing makes me happier when I see like all you guys on like zoom calls or like, you know, connecting and just keeping those relationships going. Cause it's like, um, you know, that's, that's what you do this for. Um, and that's been the best part about it. So, um, I'm just, I'm grateful for you guys. You know how much I love you guys. And, um, uh, this made my day. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Guys. Well, yeah, well, this is the preferred walk-ons podcast, uh, signing out this episode three of the quarantine edition. Uh, so yeah, we're out. Cut it. Who is episode?